I'll t- I'll take it. Nobody needs that kind of speed. We don't have that many devices. I think I don't think it's the internet. <laughs> I am I am hiding. Uh, I, no, it's definitely my internet, man. I'm hiding in like the corner of the house right now. Uh, okay, I see what's going on. Well, welcome to the podcast, boys. I think this is great. I can't believe we finally got it together. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome man. to the podcast. I got myself a little drink, an adult beverage here. A, uh, Cheers to thirty, brother! Cheers to thirty, Thank everybody! You. Let's go. So, Boom. who isn't yeah. there yet? Mango and Ryan, you guys are late to the party, man. Your thirties, yeah, your thirties are great because you, you 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 have the ultimate excuse now. It's like it's like you're you're a true adult. You don't have Ryan. to care about anything. I have the perfect dad bod, and I don't Ryan, have to hide it, which is great. What's up, Mango? Are you twenty eight or twenty nine? Twenty eight. Yeah, I'm a solid year younger than you guys. That's Anyways, okay. all right, toast. I gotta, t- yeah, I got to go back through the group chat here and pull up our agenda for the uh, for the show today. So we said really we- liked what Mango suggested uh, near the end there in the group chat. Uh, I say we jump right into what, what you had so, put forward. Alex, uh, has the podcast started, or are you going to do some sort of like ad, like you and Greg do? Oh no, we just threw the ads in the beginning. We we started the podcast oh, okay. is rolling, and we we love to start our podcast just by like talking oh, in general man. conversation. So, you know, and then if you got to cut it off in the beginning, you do. But we're rolling. It's just it's natural, you know. So Tyler's got yeah, a confused so I- look on his face, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the obvious first topic, yeah, you're good, Mango. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think the obvious first topic has to be uh, the Steelers. Yeah, man, the Steelers. Yeah, I got all my stuff set up up here. Hold on. Oh, is Mango oh, making geez, a move? Mango. I, told, uh, I told Mango that the podcast has, that the podcast has started, <laughs> and then he's like, "Can you guys hear me? Wait, hold on, I'm gonna change rooms real quick." Okay. No. Right. See, Mango, so I, I get it. He was he was sacrificing connectivity for privacy. Yeah. Mango, you got to spend one day uh, in uh, a Brooklyn shoebox up again. God damn it! <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I'll cheers. I'll cheers that Yingling right there, Alec. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. It's good, good, been a good while. I've been drinking these uh, real heavy, real juicy, fruity undertone IPAs. You feel me? <laughs> Ryan feels me. Ryan's, uh, got, just, the, uh, Ryan's got straight that whiskey. Is, so. Out of the official Finback glass. Oh, what oh the, was that? Is that a Nemecool and Fatbird I see on it? Yeah. No, it's no, a, no, no. It's got the cigar holder, too. Oh, no. I was, look, ah. I was looking at Ryan's. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you have a nice little beverage there too, Tyler. That looks real fruity. A lot of undertones. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a, I think it's a double. Nice and strong. Do you still do really? that thing with the app where you like take a picture of your beer and like you know, like get untapped, untapped, untapped? Yeah, yeah. I, that would be a great ad right there. I love untapped. You've you've been doing that. For, <laughs> you've been doing that for a while, right? I mean, you've been doing that. So I essentially, remember... it's people don't realize, but it's a social media platform. You can connect with people. Yeah, I'm not sure if it links to other platforms like Facebook, but Probably. it might. I I, I really Probably. don't. Uh, take advantage of that feature. What I like about it is I can track every single beer that I drink, where I am. I can take a picture. I can put notes. If I'm ever, you know, with people at a restaurant, they got a big menu, like looking through, hey, I think I've had that before. <laughs> Boom. Asheville, North Carolina, Brevard County. I was at the cabin, Mango's place. Yeah. You know, we just got done with the hike. 
here's five pictures of us. I was going to say, this I, is what I was feeling that day. Boom. When I visited Boys, you, how and, I sound now? you sound much better. Yeah. All right, let's get better. the show started. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> I remember when I visited you in uh, Minnesota, you had that app and that was like a long time ago. So like, Alec, like... maybe we should kick the podcast off by talking about our, our, uh, our time in Minnesota because oh, a time I in still Minnesota. to this day, I tell people that was one of the best trips we have ever had. It really was. We but biked across do, the this, city. <laughs> so my recollection is we started in St. Paul minnesota yeah. on a road bike and a mountain bike yeah. and just switched off back and forth and went all the way to minneapolis all met up with some friends it just so happened to be you know the start of happy hour we got absolutely tanked just so happened to be <laughs> passed out at a friend's house you ended up sleeping in the master bedroom that's right I we did. woke up late yeah. my dad was already at the airport, at the we, airport. Were going to see, we were going to see a uh, twins game how did Already we get the back? We, we took the train back. We, we took the light rail. Yeah, we took the light rail. In. Yeah, we, we took those bikes right on the light rail. And then, I, well, yeah, I guess I got to be careful. <clears throat> let me just back up and uh, cover right, some running rules right, here. Right. Are we posting <laughs> are, are we posting this podcast oh, no, like, we're to gonna the have, internet? We're going to have to listen to it when we're done. And see Is this going to go out to the, to the interwebs? Sure. It might. I, it I, might. I really got to walk. I can't ruin my career here on things I say. Yeah, so I, I think just, it I, has to be a, a dry run for sure. Well, I think we just got to talk about Good sports, sure. you know. Yeah, I feel I think we need to have like a second kind of jumping off point. Yeah. And that can start right about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to right, mark down so, the five minute mark. I'll chop. All it right. Off. All right. Sounds great. So I think the obvious first topic has to be uh, Tomlin and his massive pussy. Massive. Yeah, Absolutely massive. massive. <laughs> Gaping. Gaping. I mean, just no Gaping. balls, no no brain between the ears, nothing. Yeah. Nothing it probably whatsoever. rubs off on the players. It too. does. It probably. It, it really. Yeah, Absolutely. It, it, it probably creates a negative aspect, you know, w within the culture of the Steelers organization. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's just, it's all it, from top to bottom, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just, and he just doesn't make those key decisions in the key, in the key times. And that's, and you know, Mango's shaking his head like he's agreeing because he knows it. He sees, he's seen it with his own two eyes. All right. I mean, it's, it's right. impossible. Hold on, hold on. It's Wait, impossible I, I do not want to, to see it. I do want to stop before, and maybe we start over here. It's like, I feel like we have to start the Tomlin argument from the beginning. Yeah, that's we can't where just I was be like, going. We can't just be like, for the last two years, we've been arguing. No, we get, we don't have to start it for the beginning. We could start it as soon as the last the, game that he was coaching right. in, which the oh, beginning is some ridiculous. <laughs> right, you so can, feel free to work yourself backwards from there, but that's that's the immediate memory I have in my head here at February 4th, 2021. The Super Bowl's in three days, and so, Tomlin's Alec, not there because say, he's an idiot. Alec, let me just start off by saying that Mike Tomlin is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Second of all, that game that doesn't make every decision Brown, that he makes that good. Game against Cleveland Browns <laughs> was a total fluke, and you know it. Like everything went wrong for like the first like twenty minutes of that game, and he like, could everything and, went wrong. And great coaches but, overcome that, Anthony. And yeah, he they turn but, it but around, he, but he almost did. Almost is the key word of that sentence. He I didn't. Don't think he should was, have, and he did it. You don't let yourself get down by that much is a thing. And then well, when you actually have a chance to come back, 
and you and you I mean, just... if you think about it, it was like play after it was like first play of the drive too. It would be like the the fumble or the snap over the head, right? The snap over the head, yeah. yeah. And then like he threw a pick on like maybe like the second play of the the second drive, and that was a pick six. And it was just okay. Like, look, no no one's arguing that momentum. With the fact... That momentum was crazy. No, no one's get, get out of here with the momentum. Okay, I got two words for you, Tom Brady. You can overcome the momentum. Okay, <laughs> Bill Belichick, you can overcome yes. the momentum. They scored they, don't, don't give me points that was the, Did those it, Tom? Were garbage points. Those were garbage points. Look, this is my only argument when it comes to that game. The players are going to do what the players are going to do, and the coach has little control over that, except maybe some plays. But. When it comes down to punting the ball when it's fourth and one and you're on like the 40 yard line, like what are you doing? That happened how many times in right. that game alone, let alone over the past two, three years? You see decisions like that that don't give the Steelers a chance to come back. Right. Period. Yeah, period. Yeah, and that's the key decision and key time thing I was talking about. He could be a great coach. And I'm not disagreeing that he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, Anthony. Like he he won two Super Bowls, like the numbers yeah. get him in. But it's that does like he could have four Super Bowls. Like that doesn't make every decision that he makes gospel. And I that's my main problem with Tomlin and listening to him and watching him is because he's got too many yes men around him, too many people afraid to disagree with his opinion because he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And you know you just get stuck in that complacency. And this is how you lose yeah. in the first round of the playoffs to the Browns. Like this is yeah. this I mean, is how that happens. You know. I think there's a uh, there's a really good argument for the last couple of years that Finkter was the problem on the offense because you hear all these reports of like Ben taking over the game to like, to like come back, like in just the Browns game alone. And it's like, you know, I mean, Tomlin got rid of him. Like he didn't renew the contract. So, and maybe Tomlin should have had a bigger role in the offense, but like, I, you know, well, I maybe he should have fired him. And, and, and when it comes to my style of coaching in my style of football, it's the Andy Reeds of the NFL, the Bill Belichicks, um, the Sean Paytons, the guys who step in McVay. and take a bigger role in calling the plays and controlling the game. Right. Tomlin, yeah, how many meetings do we have to have where Tomlin does? He looks stoned and passive. he's staring out passive. into no. Yeah, he's yeah. passing. He's got his hands in his pockets. Mm -hmm. He's not coaching. Right. You know, I, I, he's me and my dad would always joke. Part. He's just, what's that? He's definitely a very passive coach. Yeah. Like, I've never seen him get upset. Like, he never yells. So, I mean, and, like, maybe that, that fire is. You got to have it. You got to have it, you know, and that's yeah. just it. May, it looks like he doesn't care. He gets these cushy contracts. He gets these extensions, you know, like that's what we've been talking about in Pittsburgh I just, radio. I know you guys are out of town. Ryan's kind of in the Pittsburgh radio sphere here. I don't know how much you listen to 93, the seventh fan like I do religiously, but, um, you know, like that's all that like they're writing about and talking about is like, why is he getting this contract extension? You know, I get it. He's a Hall of Fame coach and everything, but he what, got an what have you this off season? What have you done for me lately? Is like my thing. You know, what have you done for me lately? So yeah, no, he's getting well, it. He he got the contract extension last year, but now there's an option on the table, and it's whether or not they pick up the option to extend him further. And then and it's just you know, and this is the other thing that I didn't know about the Steelers that I picked up from listening to way too much um, sports radio is Tomlin is basically given an amount of money to spend on his coaches that he can do whatever he wants with. And I and apparently allegedly from what I've heard that this the, the uh, coaches of the Steelers are like the worst paid in the entire league. 
And it makes sense because like Tomlin's probably not like he's not the CEO. Like he's not doing the management thing top down thing like he should be. And they're not spending well, money in the right spots with coaches. And he's probably overpaying some of his friends. And I think it shows. I mean, they have a sloppy product out on the field. There's no there's no doubt about it. And really another thing about when the team just started eleven and now. Yeah, but they, well, they ruined it. Was it. A terrible ending. it was a terrible ending. And and let's be fair, about the Steelers this season, there was way too many defensive injuries. Like there was nothing we could do. Like we lost we lost uh Splane. We lost um the linebackers, yeah. I know. The linebackers. we lost three linebackers. We so did. But you we know lost what? Dupree. That's it's not an excuse. We lost we lost Bush like halfway through, but we like somehow overcame that. And Come on, three, man! This is right. Tough JJ to Watt. To. Come on, you, get out of here, JJ Watt. Every well, no, no, no. NFL when you lose, team, when you lose NFL, every every, sing, every right. single NFL team is losing players on the offense. Yeah. They're losing players on the defense. That's not not that many season. star players. Not that many star. That's players. a part of the season. You have not to that many that. You have to have a plan. They lost two defensive players that call the play. Man, Mango's got shitty. Like that, I mean, like the, it was two <laughs> players that were calling the plays on the field for the defense, and he had to go through that twice in a season. Yeah. Like, it's just like, no, you know. That's not that's It's not a valid point, but it's just an excuse. But I, not, I, I don't know. I mean. What were you saying, Ryan? Ryan? What were you saying, Ryan? <laughs> Hold on. It's not an excuse I, 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 to lose to the Browns. Yeah, your yeah. argument is about as good as your internet connection there, Anthony. I'm try, I'm try, yeah, that was good. That was good, Tyler. That was good. I tried to mute him. I couldn't even mute him. That's how bad his internet connection yeah, is. Yeah, but, but Mr. But, Lindsay McConney. Yeah. But like you said, Alec, like, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, but he's been the coach for how long? Thir- 13 going on 14 years? Yeah, like, since 2008, I want to say. Seven? And, yeah, one – one of those Super Bowls, you have to give it to him. The other one, he won with Bill Cowher's team, basically. Right. And and you know what? It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, you're always going to have good players. You've had Ben, which is a Hall of Fame quarterback for how long, and you only have two Super Bowls. Yeah. And one of them, one of them I mean, you get half credit for, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's hard to win the Super Bowl in the NFL, and that's a that's a well-valid well, point. I mean, you have some really good quarterbacks out there that never won one. Dan Marino is the first one that comes to mind for me. But, you know, it's like now you got Tom Brady going for his seventh, I want to say. Yeah. So it's yeah, but just. Dan... Yeah, but Dan Marino played for the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. You know, <laughs> one of Pitt's greatest products. And, you know, he had to go down in flame like that. But well, I have, 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 have the Packers won a Super Bowl with Rodgers? Just one. Just one. The one against us. Yeah, let's try it against the yeah, Steelers. For whatever reason, I just have no recollection of that. But yeah. you sound so okay. much better, Anthony. Back, boys. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm on the iPhone now. Yeah, and the the quality is so much works. better too. So yeah, that's better. Mark it down. Mark it down at about the 15 minute mark. You can notice the the improvement. But I do. I want to take this opportunity to move on from the Steelers. I'm sure we could like Thank reference you. back to them here a little bit. Um, and I'm going to go to one of Mango's questions that he threw in the group chat. I'm going to start off with Ryan. Um, Ryan, if you could play any sport at the top level, what would it be? What would be your position, and what team oh. would you play for? I think it's a great question to start out with. No, I'm putting that's, you on the spot, yeah. so I'll, I'll talk yeah. a little bit to give you a minute to think. But that's a um, that's a classic mega question, so I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so this so 
I mean, I think I would have to go golf, honestly, first. Make the most money. But, but I mean, if I had to go, like, traditional team sport, I would probably say NBA. They're the highest paid, least injuries. Most sissy. You know, <laughs> I don't know. There's something I really like about the NBA. It's uh, it's a whole nother what, star uh, level. What, you, what, what position and, would you play, Ryan? Would you be, like, center, shooting guard, power uh, forward? Probably, I would probably say either shooting guard, power forward. Mm. I mean, I'd be a center. I would just go and then wreck. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'd throw my big, my big ass out there, just box out, get rebounds all day. Whoop whoop. Yeah, I mean, I definitely <laughs> like shooting the ball. So yeah. pro- probably. Tyler, like what about you? Guard. What's your what's your sport position team? Oh, you didn't say team, <clears throat> so Ryan. Sorry, I had to hold uh, on. Lakers. Okay. Lakers. So there was a big chunk. There was a big chunk of the group chat that I I was I went out for a run, went around Prospect Park. It was a beautiful sure, time. Sure you Took did, the Tyler. dog. Went out for a run. Mm-hmm. No, I did. It was about four and a half miles. The dog <laughs> whoops my ass every time. She, she has a thing with pulling, but uphills it works because yeah, you know, pulls I get you right a, up. a little extra pull. So I I was not prepared for this at all. But off just the cuff, if I had to say, it would definitely be football. It would definitely be the quarterback. Okay. You know, I, I want to, I, uh, you know, there this you is go. going to come as Tom no Brady. surprise. I, I want the control of the game. I, I want to lead the strategy, call the plays, you know, uh, would you that, say, that's my style. Would you I, say uh, Pittsburgh Steelers? No, absolutely not. And you know why, Alec? Because why? we've got a, you know, a coach. Bird of a coach. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> in Pittsburgh. So bring it back. Again, yeah, bring it's, it all back. About, it's all about leadership. It's all about strategy. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, yeah. I'd have to, and, and I feel like we're going to have to, you know, the first part of the conversation again, op, you know, over again, a second time, it's going to go back to, you know, Reed with the Chiefs or McVeigh with the Rams or Peyton with the with the Saints because mm-hmm. those are coaches mm-hmm. that you know I could get behind. Those yeah. are coaches when I when I watch them play, I'm like, you know what? This is leadership. These are some guys that can sc- know how to, you know, win football games and score points. I love it. So I there's my it. response, Mango. I'm saving you best for last. Well, actually, I'll be last because I'm the best. But uh, you're wearing well, an Oklahoma. You're you're wearing your OKC Thunder hoodies, so. Yeah, so I mean, I agree with what everyone said. Like, I definitely would be golf, and then it would be the NBA. Um, but team sport to go to go off book right for team sport. I would say maybe soccer. Oh, okay, I like it. Ooh. Some of those center back. Some of those, no, no. Uh, I don't. I really forward. I guess I don't really know yeah, all the positions. Forward striker. Well. You got Yeah, you got to be mm-hmm. scoring the goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But make yeah, a ton I mean, of money. Great haircuts. So, yeah, it's so insane. Great haircuts. Mm-hmm. What team? Yeah. What team? Probably Manchester United. Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, only, and the man, best you. team in all the land. Oh, what, I listen to Mark Madden up here in Pittsburgh. He's like, a, I think it's Liverpool. I'm pretty sure he's a huge Liverpool Yeah, fan. yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then I would say for individual sport, tennis. Yeah, I was going to say tennis. I was going to throw tennis out there because I think they make yeah, I a they make a good bit of money. I don't know if they make as much as the golfers do, but um, it's, su- it's such a fun sport to play. I love playing tennis so much more than golf sometimes. sometimes. Tennis is a lot of effort, though, Mango. Are you sure you would pick <laughs> tennis over, over golf? I mean, me personally, yeah. Tennis, tennis would be a it. lot of fun. Yeah, tennis would be a lot of fun. I feel like some of the, I feel like some of the tennis matches <clears throat> get so epic, like out of nowhere, yeah, they and it's do. just like when you're in the middle of that, like 
those guys are in a different. What's zone. the first tennis major? Awesome. Is it the Australian Open? Yeah, that's that's in like a week or two. It's coming up. That's what I thought. They're yeah. actually. I I just saw a headline last night that they like all had to quarantine yeah. in the hotel for mm-hmm. COVID, and mm-hmm. one of them tested positive. Oh really? So that'll yeah. be interesting. That will be interesting. Yeah. All right, I'll wrap this up here. I'll just. Uh, we actually did good. We all picked different sports. Just I don't. I think we didn't plan that. Just naturally, I'm going baseball. Hockey. I'm going Ooh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. I, I thought you were gonna say what hockey. position. Well, I, w- I would say hockey, but they don't get paid enough. So, I mean, it's yeah. just that simple. And talk about beating up your body. <laughs> That's what I happens mean, when you... If you're lucky to make it like five, six, seven years in the NHL, like you're, you're a seasoned veteran. I would say shortstop for my new favorite team, the Atlanta Braves. Dansby Swanson, my boy down there in Atlanta. Just love him. Just love everything he does. Such a good player. Such a good defensive <laughs> player. Puts the bat on the ball. Just does what he needs to do to win games. And that's just, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm probably the oldest soul here. If not the all right, that's person, enough and I love baseball. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but I, I gave up on the pirates altogether. I think like, this I've, podcast is no baseball allowed. Right? I've, uh, <laughs> I thought I was, I was, I'm glad to get a little hockey in if I can. Like I'd like I'll, to talk about the NHL, so I'll transition to that yeah. at some point. But uh, I gave yeah. up. I gave up How on the pirates. The I just doing this year? Huh? How are the Penguins doing this year? I don't watch right. the NHL at all. So yeah, I mean they're they, they're uh, not, middle of the pack. Not a good start. Not a good start. Uh, middle of the pack. Not very yeah, good. Middle, I think actually if the playoffs ended tomorrow, they would have just squeaked in. I mean, they're like right on the the playoff uh, line. And it's a really short so, season, right? 56 games. It's like what, 60 games? 56. Yeah, 56. Okay. yeah, and it's like they normally play like 86 or 87 or something are like that. Are they playing so. the back-to-backs? So like the NBA is playing, I think, 70 games. But the way they're doing it is they're playing a lot of like back-to-backs with the teams. Right. So like if like – Let's say Cleveland goes to Miami. Like yeah. they're going to play each other like back to back nights. Are they doing that in the NHL too? They're trying to. It's a little harder to do because you know it's kind of like it's a full contact sport. You know, it's you kind of sometimes need that day of rest off if you can manage it. But they're doing back to backs. I think the Penguins have eight back to backs throughout their season because um, mm-hmm. they make a big deal about that. I mean, I guess you got to talk yeah. about something on sports radio all day long. But um, yeah, they have a couple. They have like you know. A good half dozen, if not more, back to backs. So that's interesting. I like it. They're like mini series. You know, it's like you get into a playoff series and you, you know, you play best of five, right. usually best of seven, whatever. So, you know, you're playing best of three, base, you know, and yeah. uh, kind of go from there. So, I mean, I think my biggest problem with the Penguins right now is Malkin. Yeah. I mean, he, he is just so hard to watch. So like, hard. he, he, he touches the puck. Like, like, and he plays like he's still a MVP caliber player. It, it's and not even it, that for me, though, Ryan. He just never seems to do the right thing with the puck. You know, we talk I about know. that on our like I play in a men's league and like we had, we have some players that aren't that great. But you don't have to be that great, myself included, by the way. You don't have to be that great and still be <laughs> able to make the right play. Yeah, you know, exactly. Sometimes let's just get the puck out of the zone. And when you're not even yeah. doing the little things right, it, you're right. It's so hard to watch. Just watching him it, play makes me just want to yank him. In my in my opinion, he is just a puck hog, yeah. and they they just need to get rid of him. Chris, I mean, it's not getting any better. You no. know, Chris Letang's another one for me that just I hate. Mm. Like he's like okay, he's hot shot defensive player. I want to play forward. Like if the coaches actually had like any kind of imagination, usually my criticism for Tomlin, by the way, not enough imagination, not enough <laughs> like you know creativity in his play calling. Yeah. Um, Preach. 
Yeah, but uh, just got to stick that in there for you, Anthony. Just got to stick that in there. But the same <laughs> yeah, thing with, uh, I, you know, he's old. Like Chris Letang, he's not as fast as he used to be, and he's trying to do things yeah. like he's 25. And it's, you know, like they won a cup when he was injured, and in my mind that wasn't a coincidence. Like they won that cup in oh, part really? because, yeah, I think it was the last cup they won, and uh, yeah. he was injured for like the second half of the season. And they went all the way and won. And it was like, because you just need to be a responsible defensive player in the NHL. You can't really afford to be this coast-to-coast, up-and-down-the-ice defenseman. If you're going to do that, you got to be a center. I mean, that's just the only position in the NHL to yeah. afford you that I mean, kind of freedom. So. I mean, at one time, he did have the physical ability to do that, but he's just he is just too old. Nobody really I mean, has that ability in the NHL right now, if you ask me. I mean, the game is just too fast. Like there is just yeah. like everyone is at such a high level, unlike the NBA, where I feel like everyone's just kind of like doing it to do it, you know, just kind of lollygagging around. But uh, oh, that's insane, man! That's just insane talk. <laughs> like, like I just I I I don't want to go on my NBA like hate too much, but it's just like I just hate watching the play because it just seems like only half the t- t- half the players on each team are trying. And that's just what. Uh, Well, I don't think that's true, man. That's that's kind of how basketball is played, right? It's all about spacing the floor so that you can get like the defenders like out of the middle of the lane so that you can make plays happen, right? So a lot of these players are role players. So like they're they're catching threes, they're post players. Like they've just got a designated role. You know, when you're talking about like a James Harden or Kevin Durant. Like they're going to be all over the floor playing all five positions because they can score from anywhere. Well, so. and they play they play a ton of ISO too. Is the thing like right. they'll literally they'll literally space the other players as far away from him as they can yeah. and try to get him one on one because he's basically unguardable one on one. Yeah, and the, but that was stuff that I did when I used to play basketball on like PlayStation. It was like do the ISO, get everybody out on the sides, and just like run the point guard down the middle. Like uh, that's playing not basketball on the PlayStation is just like you just drive the lane. Well, that's what I'm saying. You do the ISO, you yeah. just gotta go down the middle. It's like oh what? Like the, I don't understand the point. Right. Like it's just right. I don't know. It's like... You you drive the lane or do a step back three. That's all I do. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh... Alec, I'd like to, Alec, I'd like to start a segment for this podcast. And it is you bring us your number one NBA complaint, and Ryan and I argue it. <laughs> okay. To see if we can yeah. change your mind over okay. time. Well, there you I go. There's it. my first one. Too much ISO. Great point, Ryan. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, Tyler. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I kind of like the ISO because that's when you really see the great players right. shine. Yeah, but know? it's a team yeah. sport. Like you're just. I don't know. I just. There. There's but plenty. But they're not always playing plenty. ISO. I know. Yeah. I'm there's just plenty. Saying, there's too team. much of it. There's just too much of it. Like, too much Ben in the shotgun. There's just too much ice in the NBA. Uh, it depends <laughs> who you're watching. If you're watching James Harden play, yeah, you're going you're gonna to see it, a ton it of only ISO. Turns, and it only turns into ISO towards the end of the game, right? They're playing yeah. zone defense for most of the game. It's only if, like, it comes down to the wire and they've got to lock up someone like, you know, a Harden or Durant. Like, so they're playing, you know, they got a hand in their face all the time. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I like this segment. I think I'll, I, I'll do some research on three pointers and bring that up next. Well, time, but. while, while we're on the NBA, uh, I know me and Mango have a bet on this. So, uh, Mango, you think the Nets are gonna, are gonna take it all the way this year? I mean, yeah, I think that's, I, I, really I, th- I think that's a, pretty good fucking we, pick <laughs> we should we should say that we made the bet before the harden trade well we did so, oh, would you would you I, have taken the just, bet 
Would you have Let taken the just... bet after the Harden trade? Uh, how much was the bet for? Do we remember? I, I think but, it was like twenty bucks, fifty yeah. bucks. I, I, twenty bucks sounds I right to me. Yeah, I definitely would have thought about it a lot more, but I I still like the Lakers, honestly. I mm-hmm. mean, I think they could, you know, they pick up a couple shooters. They they have the pieces to beat the Nets. I mean, if the Net if they can really figure out their chemistry and you know how to play like a team, I mean, obviously they I mean, they are they're the team to beat. You know, they're they're already offensively historically one of the best teams of all time it's it's crazy their their efficiency and points per game tyler i didn't want to pass you you up on the hockey talk because i'd like no it's all good it's all good do you watch do you watch the nba i mean tyler like am i alone and the only one not watching the nba well no i watched oh oh oh, oh, okay ryan is gonna answer the my question (laughs) for me thank you ryan i'm not no i do i i i do catch an NBA game here or there. And actually I caught one of the first uh, uh, Brooklyn games. And that's, I was texting you guys. I was blown away at the roster, you right? Live, I could not believe now. how stacked. Yeah. I live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, right yeah. down the road, 12 blocks there you go. is the Barkley center. Too bad. You can't um, get a ticket. I, 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 too bad. I can't get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks governor. Andrew Cuomo, you psychopath. Did you, uh, did you watch the game last night, Tyler? No, so uh, no, I, I haven't. I, I actually have a real beef with YouTube TV. Um, oh, yeah. What games I get, what games I don't get. I probably would have gotten last uh, night's games, but well, uh, a lot of the Penguins games I haven't been getting. It's just been a real struggle for me. But no, I, I actually just canceled my subscription. Come February twenty eighth, I yeah. will have no more access to uh, to see these games. But. No, it is fascinating. And I think Mango brought up a really good point the other day about how, you know, the NBA, these teams just go all out, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, in a given year, you've got a new superstar team that is just filled with nothing but the greatest players and they make a run for the championship. And I think that's really cool. And I love that. And right now it happens to be going on in my backyard. So we'll see what happens. Who's on the Brooklyn side of this? Who's on the Brooklyn side of this bet? Is it it's Ryan Brooklyn, or Anthony? Right, it's, it's like, me. Uh, Mango. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I. What is the yeah, bet Ty, exactly? I mean, it seems to be like I, I thought that was a great, great point because it is like something that's happening in the NBA recently is like teams are going all in to try and win a championship now, and that means like selling the farm. Like you, yeah, like right. the the Clippers gave the Thunder like six first round picks for Paul George, right? Because they're trying to match him up with Kawhi and win a championship now. So it's it's it is it's it makes the league a lot of fun. You know, free agency in the NBA is almost as exciting as the games. Um, it's just it's a, it's a fun league to follow. My my yeah, thing and, is, and uh, we'll convince you, Alec. What was that? We'll convince you. Convince me of what? That the NBA is a good league. Oh, no, that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is I would never say that. Come on. I was going to say I can't believe a salary cap league like the NBA is able to do this. You know, I mean, it's a pretty big cap. It's $109 million. I was just looking it up. Um, you know, and for only needing five players on the court really at any given time, that's pretty high. Uh, the NHL's is only like $79.5 million. But, you know, you're, you have a full yeah. roster. Like you have, you know, three, four, uh, four full lines to go through. So, 
I just think it's ridiculous so, that you can stack a team in in like a cap in a cap league like that. So the interesting thing about the NBA is that it favors the superstars, right? I don't know if it's like this in the NHL, but there's a lot of like milestones that you can meet that make it possible for you to get like a larger NBA contract that doesn't hurt the cap space as much. Right, so like right. being an all-star, being an all-NBA player, being an MVP, like all of those count as like positives both ways and that the players can sign bigger contracts and it's less of a, a, a cap hit. So. Yeah. yeah, they they get creative like that in hockey a lot. Like right now, for example, Sidney Crosby, um, I think his salary is like eight or nine million a year, which is nothing compared to the NBA, if you think about it. Um, yeah. And he's one of the superstars of the game. But his cap hit for the Penguins this year, three million, you know, because they were able to sign such a long contract over a course of time. And I've heard this before because you always talk about baseball and there's no cap and everything and, you know, how big of a difference that really is. Um, but th- because you can get so creative with the caps, you know, and like move the money around and have different cap hits per cap year. It's like you just have really smart lawyers figure this out. Like you, you might as well just not have a cap. But I has I won't say that. I won't go that far because it's brought three Stanley Cups to Pittsburgh in in the NHL. Yeah. If you didn't have has. the cap league, you would never. You know, Pittsburgh would never have turned into a hockey town. So I think that you know, is my, like, I'll just always, well, there's always, you, 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 you you can't leave out the fact that there's always strategy. And this goes back to my fantasy football strategy. This is part of the reason why, you know, over the years against you guys, I've done pretty well. It comes down to the rookies. It comes down to how you draft and it comes down to getting the players who are worth so much more than what they've proven in that league. And if you can get that superstar right out of college, and, you know, he's he's worth a contract 10x what he's getting paid. And you can, you know, have him join forces with, you know, a superstar team. Then you can make a run for a championship. And I think that goes for all sports, including the NBA. I mean, you look at what uh, what the Celtics did with what's his name, that young player. What the heck was his name? Jason uh, Tatum. Jason Tatum. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you talk about a superstar. You talk about a, a guy who's electric on the court who they were paying nothing for, you know, yep. who was just killing it. Yeah, yeah. So drafting, he was with Kyrie. Yeah. Development, player mm-hmm. drafting and development. I mean, and that's still a big thing in baseball. You know, I know you're trying to boycott you baseball know, talk. but You know who's fantastic that's, that's at player works. development, Alec? Who's Mike Tomlin. Uh, is he, though? <laughs> is he? Yes. <laughs> because I'm pretty some... sure his draft class has been dismal over the years. So he's had a lot of he's had a lot of talking about man he's 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 had had a lot lot of players develop. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. Bell was like a a third rounder. (laughs) Like, look at all of the linebackers that they've they've drafted over the years that are just. I mean, you know, T.J. Watt, defensive player of the year. We I don't know how you credit that to Mike Tomlin though. I mean, I think that's more of a. No, <laughs> I think that's more. Of we can a, have a longer article. We can uh, have a lo- longer argument about this, and I'll bring up the draft yeah. picks point by point, and just happily, you know, refute them. And everything. I'd love to Alex. because yeah. he has way too many What, what, what I'm really, what I, what I would love, I would love an opportunity to transition into Mango's last recommended. Yeah, I was topic. Just, I was just going to tra- trans- transition. So good call. <laughs> Which was, um. Something Golf? about top three best athletes of all time. Was uh, that right? Did I get that right? Yeah. I was going to try to get some golf t- talk in first before we went there. Yeah. Should we talk about the yeah. Masters first? 
Um, yeah, we should we should definitely get some general. golf talk on. Hey, did you guys watch the last one with uh, Patrick Reed and his oh, embedded ball controversy? Yeah, top three yeah. the fans. Uh, so oh, I feel like we should we should definitely him. say that we are all huge golf fans. Yeah, yeah. We play as much as we can. Obsessed as, as much as we can. Obsessed, obsessed with golf. Yeah. And yeah, I did see the Patrick Reed controversy, and it just seems like he's always in that. And I thought the interesting thing about last week was that it happened to Rory McIlroy too, right? And right, nobody said anything, right? And they're all over Patrick Reed because yeah. you know he's got a history. So it's um, it's interesting. My my thing with it is, and I didn't actually like I didn't see. Was there a picture out there of it before he picked it up? Because all I saw was them looking at the hole that he picked it up from, um, but. You know, like he didn't do anything wrong, I guess is my point. You know, if we were out there playing, even under the strictest of rules, your ball looks to be embedded. You pick it up to see if it's embedded. You know, I mean, he yeah. didn't do anything wrong. Like he was well with it. So for the CBS announcers and the quote unquote talking heads to go off on him, I thought it was really unfair. I mean, the guys want a major, yeah. you know, like you got to give him some respect. I know it's like, you know, you can't just hate on him because he didn't earn it. Yeah. Cause I think I mean, he's, he's not a likable guy. No, he's yeah, not, but. There's you don't have to like somebody to respect them. I think a lot of people didn't like yeah. Tiger Woods. I don't think a lot of people didn't like Tiger Woods, especially post, uh, you know, affair and everything or controversy yeah. or whatever you want to call it, you know. But you, you, then he goes off and wins the Masters. So, um, you know, you, that and like Bryson DeChambeau is sort of in the same boat. You know, people hate take, him. Take me so. through the rules, though, because I didn't follow this very closely. So, you know, I can be your excuse for explaining exactly what happened yeah I, i've always understood that if your ball's embedded you got to play it as it lies and i've seen so, majors where players have had to just dig deep only and in dig a, that ball out. only in a hazard only in a hazard do you only have in to, a hazard what do you have to play it as it lies like exactly how it lies no uh, see i have seen and it was matsuyama i i, I think was the player that ball was freaking embedded there's only 50 percent of it showing or maybe it wasn't necessarily embedded. Maybe it was just in a deep yeah, divot. Yeah, if it's in a deep, maybe that's what it if was. If it's in a divot, <clears throat> a divot or, is yeah. If it's in a divot or the grass is just it's like just really high, then yeah, it's just shit luck. Because you could drive into a divot in the middle of the fairway and you got to play it out of there. But if but, but if it if it plugs, then you, you can pull it out. Then you can pull it out. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they were also yeah. playing lift clean and place that day. Oh, they were. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> they were. Whoa, yeah. what the hell Not are the they bitching about? Oh, just in the fairways. Okay. Yeah. So it was obviously wet out, and sometimes it I even wet, think so. Embedded balls are embedded expected, ball. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just yeah. it's something that happens. He was like on a hillside of a bunker. It looked like it was next to a bunker, but it wasn't actually in the bunker. And if the ball's embedded. You get to take it out. You take your drop. You hit it. No penalty. You know. So well, I I think the thing is they've is everyone's already painted him as the villain, and I mean they're gonna look for any excuse to, you know, burn him at the cross, basically. It's it's like wrestling. Like you got to have uh, the heel. Is that what they call it? Like the the villain. Yeah. You know, like somebody having yeah. some type of you know controversy in it, and then you have the good guys that come in and like try to put them down. Like that's that's all this is, you know. And whether it's manufactured yeah. or not is sort of regardless. Uh, you know, not really the point here. Oh yeah, yeah. But... Uh, I'll ask another ignorant question. Why is it? And I remember reading numerous articles about how he is the most one of the most hated men in sports. Patrick Why? Reed. 
Patrick Reed. Why, why, just a long he, he's story. A little, he's a little bit of an asshole. I get it. I've read yeah. the articles. But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't seem like it justifies him being so hated. There's a, um, uh, he's, a pheno- he's a phenomenal golfer. I yeah. mean, he's fun to no, watch. There's a lot of stories with him. You know, like yeah. he came onto the scene and he was winning. And he just, instead of saying, you know, like, I'm honored to be out of here, he was just like, uh, you know, I I'm a top beating, five player. I should be beating Tiger. Yeah. I think he said that. Right, yeah. yeah. Things like that. So he rubbed, rubbed people the wrong way. There was know, a story back when in his college days, because he played yeah. for, like, Augusta State or Augusta, yep. like, Augusta, You're Georgia, right. the college or whatever. Like, not really a famous co- uh, college or university or anything like that. And then he was, I think, cheating. There was, like, allegations of him cheating, and he got kicked and, off the team. And, and he stole. Uh, yeah, that's right. He yeah, stole. Like he, was like, he was stealing things from his teammates and things like that. So, uh, like the guy well, just yeah, doesn't that's... have a great track record. And like you know, yeah. when you're playing golf, you're dealing with these like I mean, let's be honest, you're dealing with like I don't want to use the word prissy, but like you're, you know, it's a professional thing. You know, you're not out there shooting hoops on the playground in the corner of like Tenth and Brooklyn. You know, it's, so it's definitely somewhat justified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it is. And then he won a lot of people over in that one Ryder Cup, where he was like essentially the hero. Yeah. Which yeah, everybody everybody loves him if he's playing in a Ryder Cup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then like that kind. Of, then he went away for a little bit, and then like he couldn't really get anybody to help him, and then he was basically I, just relying well, on his brother-in-law. That's why his brother-in-law well, no, is his they caddy. Have, they have <laughs> they have uh, rigs and the whole Barstool Sports gang helping him. I mean, for whatever uh, reason, Barstool loves that guy. Patrick I Reed. mean, they've interviewed. Yeah, they, they just go out of their way to interview him. I, I don't know why. Well, I but think I, I think the that. funnier heel in <laughs> golf is actually Bryson DeChambeau. People hate him. And I guess I'm not really sure why. Like, I guess it's because he thinks he's always the smartest guy in the room. And, you know, that rubs people the wrong way from time Does to time. Does he, though? I guess. Does he? Or is he just trying to find a competitive edge I like mean, the rest he of is. us? He's like, I guess you could blame it on being ultra competitive. But, like, he just seems to put on airs with his intelligence. And he's really not the smartest guy in the room. I mean, he's, like, figured out some things about the game. You know, but I read a quote about him that he like never practices putting or something like that. He's just like, I'm so good at putting, I just don't even practice well, it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I could have believed that comment. So, you know, sometimes his interviews rub me the wrong way. I, he he's just like I, I don't know. He's, yeah. He comes off like as very pompous, I mean, but he he's an interesting guy, right? I mean, yeah. he, he's changed the game. He's made like a lot of really interesting points, like when it comes to science. I mean, what he's doing, what he did to his body, uh, and to be able to drive the ball that far is really impressive. Yeah. But he's a yeah, there's tank. just something about him. Total tank. Yeah, the really dude is. is a freaking tank. Yeah, just I mean, showed up one year. I love Bryson actually. Unit. Like he's not a hero I mean, for me. I li- I like him. I like watching him. He's entertaining. I didn't like him until the past couple of years, where he just showed up as a freaking unit, just smashing the ball yeah. 400 yards. I thought that was the coolest uh, thing I've ever well, seen. It's, uh, like this. His big thing from the beginning was he had all the clubs the same length, other yeah. than his driver. I didn't like that. I didn't other like than that. His driver. I, I thought that was spitting in the the golf the tradition of of golf. You know. The, yeah, the but you know of, what? The... Like when I was growing up and playing, uh, uh, even as far as playing in college, even uh, I've thought about that because like when you're gripping a nine iron and you're like really bending over, especially depending on the lie and things like that, I'm like, you know, maybe this club should be a little bit longer. You know. Maybe the pitching way. It, it seems you know. a bit mechanical. It seems a bit too robotic to me. There's, you know, th- th- there's a feel to the game. That, yeah. Uh, I'm not I, fighting I, the I mean, feel part, you know. I disagree, You're all about though. the feel part. 
Yeah. I disagree, though, because I think he's a lot of fun to watch play. I mean, how is it not going to be fun to watch a guy that can drive the ball 400 yards? I mean, I, I enjoy watching him play. I mean, well, now yeah, because he's completely transformed his game, but I'm talking before that. It was. Oh, well, yeah. It, 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 I mean, the guy obviously it, has a tremendous it, amount. It was too mechanical. He's got a tremendous it was amount too of mechanical. For he's me. got a, tre- a tremendous amount of uh, natural ability. And I think that's what he doesn't like to admit. You know, he likes to admit that he figured it out because of the numbers on the chalkboard and yeah. all these crazy things that he does. And it's like, you know, Bryson, you could say that, but it's obvious that you have a ridiculous amount of just natural ability when it comes to the game. You can say you never play with feel. Like, and I try to do the same thing. Okay, I'm trying to hit a 75-yard shot. You know, that's like six. That's like 50% with a sand wedge coming down on it pretty hard. You know, so, like, you're trying to, like, think about that kind of thing. But you got so many different variables, you know, lie, condition, wind, p- uh, pin placements, you know, like all these kind of things. You flighten the ball up. You flighten the ball down, you know. So that's what Bryson does so good, and that's what the pros do so good. I mean, that's why the caddies are so instrumental and, uh, you know, that's why they have such long conversations on like what would appear to be a simple 150 yard shot into a green, because there really is so much that goes into it. That's what I love about the sport. You know, um, it's challenging. In that regard, you know what so. I, I read recently about how good the pros are is that uh, a lot of times Rory McIlroy will play two balls mm-hmm. and he will play the worst shot of the two for the entire round. And he says, if I'm shooting under par with the worst of the two, then my game is in pretty good shape. <laughs> That's And just like thinking about, yeah, like how, like, you know, like you put one right down the middle and you, you know, you hit one into the shit and you've got to take a penalty stroke and like yeah. still, you know what I mean? Like to deal with that like every hole, it's, it's so yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's so impressive. Although maybe that's why he's not playing good as of late. Like, you know, he should actually start <laughs> playing his better ball, you know? <laughs> like That's what I was going to say. My thing with Rory, I mean, he just can't win. Like talk about Tomlin and his terrible decisions and key moments. Rory McIlroy just doesn't seem to be able he's to like, bring so it streaky. through. He's so streaky. He's so streaky, man. It, I know, it's but like you, you could be streaky. You still got to pull it off every now and again. Like I just, when it, was the last time he's won a golf tournament? It's been five years, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. So no, yeah, but he's always in. That. He's always in like the top ten or something. I, I yeah. think it just goes to show you about what a mental game it is, and when you are on top, the pressure is just so intense, and it is you have nobody to lean on. You know, mm-hmm. when Ben Roethlisberger's in the red zone, he can lean on you know, his entire team, he can hand the ball off when, when you're in the lead of a golf tournament and it's Sunday, it's day four. It is 100% you, all eyes yeah. on you, camera yeah. crews on you. It's just a, a, an unbelievable amount of pressure. And I think guys like Rory just can't handle it. Guys like Tiger thrive off of it. And you know, that's yeah. why they win so many majors. Well, I mean, you could, you could debate that. We could argue that given yeah. Tiger's so speaking of uh, that's a great point though. Speaking of pressure on yeah, a Sunday, great point. I don't think there's any more pressure on a Sunday than uh, the Masters, which uh, is the first golf tournament here. And Roy, Roy McIlroy has not won the Masters. His best finish is Who, uh, in 2015. What's everyone's pick? Out there. So. Oh, that's right. That was when he was leading. Like, yeah. when, and then and he, he just collapsed. blew up on the final day. Just yeah. the, uh, his last. He Rory did win in 2019. This uh, World Golf golf championship hsbc championship november of 2019 so i'm probably it's probably a weak field but his last major was 2014 pga championship so it's been yeah. six seven yeah. years since he's won a major that was no a killer, right 
Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was. So, like, I'm not he picking just, Rory to win the Masters. You know, no, no one is exactly. So <laughs> no, I, 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 I think you gotta. I think you gotta go with one of the young guys. I think you gotta go with like a, a Xavier, um, or maybe even a, a DeChambeau. Um, I think you mean you Xander? To, you mean or yeah, Xander? Mean Xander? Yeah, I could. Did see, I say? Uh, yeah, yeah, Xander. I could definitely see DeChambeau just taking advantage of Augusta. Because it's definitely a course yeah. that can be overpowered. I mean, there's no doubt about that. We've seen Tiger do it several times, you know. Um, then again, it also kind of lets a lot of people into the field. Yeah, but it, yeah, so it's all about the putting. So it lets a lot of people in the field. That's why like Freddie Couples played so good there for so long, was because you could just kind of like plot your way around. I mean, a lot of people will say the only major that Tiger will be able to win basically from here on out is the Masters. You know, you, agree with that. you could throw the British Open in there, maybe. Well, he's not winning a PGA or US Open no. anymore. You know, why, why don't game. we, why don't we rephrase that question? Who, who would you like to see win, and who do you think will win? That was a good. That's a good. That's yeah. A good who do you game. give the best odds to? Yeah, and who do you want? Yeah, I like that. Um, I'll get the. So I'm Tyler, say Tyler fin- finish <laughs> up because he started. So let him finish. So, what are your picks, Tyler? I, I, oh man, I, it, I, it kind of blows my mind that the Masters is coming up so soon because I feel like we just had it. Uh, this COVID thing has really just—we did just have just it. Just wrecked November. everything. We just had it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Let me tell you who the number one in the world is right now: is Dustin Johnson, followed by John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, Tyrell Hatton, and Bryson DeChambeau. There's your top. How's Thomas oh. not in there? I, like, what? He was. He was number JT, three. Yeah, number three. He's... Justin Thomas. Yeah, number three. Okay, I missed him. Yeah. So I, I, I'm biased a little bit. I just think JT is is due. I love that guy. I love his game. I love his competitiveness. Um, so I think that's the guy that I would like to see win. Um, but uh, as far I, I don't know. I, I think the winner always surprises you on a big event like this. So I, I, I got to go back to Xander, my boy Xander. I, you got to go back he's, to the young He's guy. further up than I thought he would be. I mean, he's fourth, you know, right behind yeah. Justin Thomas. So. Man, he's been playing well for so long, man. Yeah. I, I would say I would have given Thomas the, my, like the best odds to win because I just think he's the best iron player like I've ever seen besides Tiger. But, I mean, he's, he's dealt with – some shit this year, um, like losing the sponsors and everything. And you don't know if that like is going to mess with his head. So I would probably say someone like, oh man. Yeah. Probably Xander would be way up there. Maybe more Kawa. I was just going to say, know, I was gonna, definitely, I was going to bring up more Kawa. Cause I know like you and I are just obsessed over a mango. You yeah. Know, just watch the guy he's, play yeah. like, uh, two incredible holes. ball striker. Just, oh my God. I mean, so pure reminds me of Adam Scott. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of, you know, because, I mean, he just, everything's pure right off the club face. You know, I mean, his iron play alone. I mean, he could he could be one of those players, take a driver and a three-wood out of the bag, and he would probably win every week. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. this is me. This is me. I was like, wait, who's more? Oh, yeah, that's this you. The, yeah, that's right. This, this is right. my lookalike. <laughs> that's your lookalike. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot we did that. Um so that's I guess that's who I'd like to see win Morikawa, uh, just because I think he's so good. 
Uh, but I think John Rom's gonna just take this one. You know, I mean, he's Ooh. just a freaking beast. That's a good pick. You know? I love John Rom. I, I love his love swing. That guy. I love his swing. I love that little three quarter cock and load thing that he does. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just can't get enough of it's it. It's so consistent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, he plays well. He, he kind of needs to get out of his own way a little bit, but you know, I think he'll pull it together. Yeah, he, he's a little too emotional out there, yeah, but he's Spanish. I, yeah. I mean, he can put it together. He's yeah, that's true. Sure. You know, he's Spanish. You're like us <laughs> Italians. You know, we get an, we get emotional out there. Speaking of Italians, I think uh, Francesco Molinari is kind of back. He took like a whole year. Hold off. up, Alec. He took like a whole you year. Let off. me get my pick in. Okay, I'm just you know, I brought up a, I brought up the Italian <laughs> offer, so. Well, actually, that's good you brought that up because I think John Rom would actually be my pick to uh, that I would like to see win okay. because I mean, it, I just love watching him play. He plays with such inten- intensity, passion, passion. He's got just it all. Loves, he just loves. You can tell he loves the sport. You know, yeah, <laughs> he, loves the game. he really does. He loves the game. And if I were going to pick who I, I think is going to win, it, it has to be DJ. I mean, he it's number one in the world ever right since, ever since Brooks got a gun in his head, he is just completely went off. And mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's finally living up to his potential. I mean, he's like, he's so physically gifted and he has wasted it for so long. And I, I mean, it, it's fun to watch him you know, actually take advantage of all of his gifts. When DJ yeah. is on, I don't think there's anybody. He's unbeatable. He's, unbeatable. he's unbeatable. Dude, they had his uh, repeat on when he won at Oakmont. I want to say it was 2016 or 14. I should know this because I should know all you the went. Oakmont years. 2016 or 17, yeah. Yeah, I think The one 17. shot that sticks out to me at that tournament is like when he was coming up 18. I think he had like a one or two shot lead. You know, and it was like, does he have it in the bag? And right. he hits that iron shot to like three feet. Yeah, he just definitely. just secures it. Was that the was that the shot? And I had to take my earphones out. I don't know if you guys can hear me okay, but was that the shot where the camera beeped when he was in his backswing? That was on eighteenth. That was right. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. that I don't either. remember that. Was that you in the rem- final round? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. We'll have to fact check. I don't that. know. I, I, I mean. It got disconnected. I had to rejoin, so I don't know what tournament you're talking about. We were talking about DJ winning at Oakmont in 2016. Um, I do kind of remember some controversy, but I don't remember I think that. that I'll I think always, that was. Uh, I'll always remember that tournament because I went. I want to say I went on Saturday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I wasn't there for the final was, was day. That, no, you know what? No, that wasn't the tournament because that wasn't the one where Paulina had that teeny tiny little plicky plaque. <laughs> No, that's the same one. No, that's that one. That's that one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Look yeah I should have told you. Yeah, it was that's the, the most iconic shot of the tournament. That is, that yeah. is the most iconic <laughs> shot. Of the I actually, but I saw, was, uh, I saw, and one. he was pretty much on his backswing, and the camera it beeped, and I even remember the camera guy was like, "My battery's good, everything's good. I don't know what that was," and kind of DJ gave him this look, like, "Dude, you're losing me," you know hundreds of thousands of dollars here what are you doing and then he stepped up to the ball again and just ripped this dead straight just perfect ball you know like you said mango within five feet or something just absolutely insane talk about a guy who can perform under pressure get out of here i'll always remember that tournament because i saw wayne gretzky in the in the crowd like somebody yes. with a, 
Somebody with a Canadian jersey, hockey jersey. He had a, they had a Canadian <laughs> hockey, and they were just following him around, like basically stalking him. And he had this like cap on and like sunglasses, uh, and like I don't want to say a bodyguard, but probably a couple buddies that were just trying to like keep people away from him, you know. But he was just right there in the crowd with the rest of us because that's the unique thing about golf, you know. There's no like stands, like there's no box seats. I mean, there kind of is, but if you're actually following like a a, a grouping around you got to be out there with the rest of us in the mud and the in the grass and crossing the you know fairways whenever they put the ropes down kind of things like that but that was really cool to see wayne gretzky in person really small guy i mean for like the great one or whatever i was like man i could just like throw this guy on his back right now but you know he's also probably i think he's in his 60s now for pretty sure. old yeah so, yeah no. and that's yeah so all right mess. let's wrap up this uh this podcast what was your mango you had a hypothetical about augusta it was like, would you rather play these? So, those well, ones? no. So I feel like, yeah, that, that's a good one. But um, I feel like we should at least talk about the Super Bowl and then wrap up with the one. Uh, what's your three favorite sporting oh, okay. events? All right. But I no, do think we no, got to. I mean, the Super Bowl is in, you know, two days. days. Yeah. No UFC. Come on, guys. Mm, I'll have to make that. I'll have to do the next one. When the Super Bowl oh, is in in three geez. days. I guess the only thing I really right. say about the Super Bowl is I guess Tom Brady is going to just try to go ultimate. Like, I would say secure GOAT, but he is GOAT. He is the GOAT. So, he is GOAT. Yeah. You know, you, just, did you – I think I texted you guys this. There were some insane stats that came out about Brady in the Super Bowls, like after he won the NFC Championship. Like, he's been to 18% of all Super Bowls. It's crazy. He's played in 50% of – He's played in 50% of like all seasons. So like he's been to 10 Super Bowls, played 20 seasons. Right. He has won just as many NFC playoff games as Drew Brees. And he's only been in the NFC one season. <laughs> that, that is ridiculous. So, you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, that's funny. You bring up Drew Brees and uh, the coach there. Is that Peyton, Sean Peyton, right? Uh, yeah. Because, you know, we talk about the Steelers. They brought this up on Sports Talk Radio the other day, too. Uh, they, we talk about the Steelers, quote unquote, underperforming. Talk about an organization that's underperformed down there, Nolans, uh, with having such yeah. a good quarterback. You're playing in a dome. You know, you got Sean Payton, who obviously knows what he's doing, and they've won one Super Bowl. So it just goes how hard it is to win in the NFL. And uh, you know, I, I let people like to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to be the in the goat conversation? Maybe in like five to seven years. Um, I maybe you know he could be, but and he's won one. But it's just like okay, like it, you know, you can't win, you can't win three until you win two. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, we'll honestly, see. I I don't know how this is possible, but it almost feels like Tom Brady is underrated. Like he just wins. Like the guy just steps on people's throats. Like he has that winning mentality that he, you know, he just goes out and takes it. He's how old is he now? 42? 43, I, I mean, think. 43? 43? Yeah. That's insane. This dude yeah, is Ryan, going I, to another I, Super Bowl. I can't agree with you more. I think I think you nailed it. I think nailed he it. is underrated. And when you watch him play, I mean, look at the Super Bowl. He What was it against the Cardinals where they were down however many touchdowns? And it was like that meme that I'll never forget, you know, oh, you're down – you know, 28 points, hold my beer. Yeah. I'm going to go take care of this. And I the mean, dude just finds a way to just, yeah, he, know, he he could take the game in his hands. He can control it. 
He knows what he needs to do. And that's one of my biggest criticisms. I'm sorry to bring this back to Tomlin, but it's like, you can't punt the ball when you're down 30 yeah. plus points. Tom Brady just wouldn't have let that one. Tom Brady would have ran out, <laughs> he to, ran the out to the field. Yeah. Snuck it, got the first down, yeah. ran the next play. Like, let's get the touchdown. We don't have time to screw around Tomlin. We can't have our hands in our pockets, yeah. you know, scratching our, I'm actually yeah. surprised there wasn't more of like a like I could have seen Ben <coughs> run out to the field, you know, just like throwing like the throwing the punter off. Yeah. Like, hey punter, get off yeah. the field. I'm gonna take this one. You know, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get this quick couple. But of that's yards, just the know. difference of uh, that. Yeah. That's the difference between a champion yeah. and everybody and, and Tom else. Brady, you have and Tom Brady sneaks the ball, you know, at 43 years old, and um. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't, ben doesn't do that. Ben doesn't do yeah, that. He just doesn't do it. You know. I mean, Ben. Yeah. So. Ben was horrendous the the last you know quarter of the season. Yeah. But for as that's enough. That's enough Steelers talk for the... Yeah. No, but I just. But anyways, it, Mango. What was your? So what was your? I thought your thing was the three greatest athletes of all time. Oh I no! I said three thing. favorites. Sporting events. I think I did say something about something about goats. Uh, yeah, I screwed that up. I screwed that up. Though. Let's do the let's do the sporting event thing, though. Anthony, you must have some in mind. Yeah, so I think my number one is it's going to be the Masters. It's it's really not even close. Most iconic um, golf I would, tournament. Yeah, I, number two um, is is going to be the NBA Finals and like a game wow. seven. Any any game seven. Playoff is, is incredible, but the but the NBA Finals, um, you know, I love that as well. And then uh, I'm going to say the Wimbledon tennis tournament. I can, I can get three. behind that. I can get behind that. I can get. Behind I love that I love well. Wimbledon. It's I got like Wimbledon. that Masters vibe, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's just all what about I love about Wimbledon stuff. and Masters because you're right, they are like sort of in the same grouping, I guess, because they're so iconic. You know, it's just when you think of a golf championship, you think of putting somebody put that green jacket on you. You know, and it's always at the same spot. It's the only it's the only major that's always at the same um, course every year. You know, so that's special. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely special. And Wimbledon's great because it's got the grass and it's just, you know, um, I'm going to go. Um, and I'm not really sure what order to put these in, but I wanted to say this one before I forgot uh, is the uh, March Madness Final Four. I just love that atmosphere. Mm. I love the co- I love college basketball. Like you guys might just think I hate basketball. It's like, no, I love basketball. I grew up playing basketball like. I was on teams and just really, really loved it. I'm, you know, white and short and I can't jump, but, you know, it's really fun to play. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm still playing hockey right now in a men's league and not playing basketball at a hockey in a, in a men's league. But um, just love March Madness. I'm trying to think, like, debating between the Masters and Wimbledon, like, between one of those two, I guess I'd throw it in there. I guess I'm almost like cheat. I can't take them as a package deal. It would have to be the Masters for me because I love golf so much. Um, and I guess I'll bring baseball back because I just still love the sport so much that uh, it, it. But to to borrow your point, Mango, it needs to be a game seven. Like it's just like game three of yeah. the World Series isn't. There's doing nothing it for me. like a game seven. Yeah. So if you do game seven, and I'll do like NA, NL or AL uh, championship. Uh, or the World Series. Just give me one of those Game Sevens, preferably with the Atlanta Braves in it, and uh, you know I'll be watching all the way. It'll take like seven hours, but I'll I'll watch every minute of it. So, Ryan, you wanna you wanna go in the win with Tyler? Yeah, um, my number one would probably be Masters, but I've already been to one, so 
I think I'm going to go rub it with... In face. <laughs> hey, I'm not the only one. But uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the World Cup. Okay. Soccer. That's good. Yeah, I mean... Love, man, the World love Cup some World Cup. By the yeah. way, I just want to say I found this pin of U.S. Open Oakmont 2016, so I guess that solves that question we had earlier. <laughs> like, literally right here at my desk. I guess I should have just looked up. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, the World Cup's a great pick, Ryan. I mean, that's... Soccer's so big, we don't have enough appreciation for it over here in the States. Yeah, the World Cup is just is just special to me, especially, like, you know, the, the championship, you know, the final game. I yeah. mean... It does. It doesn't really get any bigger. I remember than that. watching. I had a broken arm one summer. I had a broken arm, and Italy won the World Cup. And I watched every single Italian game, and uh, just like that. it was awesome. It, that would have been 2004, maybe. I mean, it would have been way back there, like somewhere around the year John Kerry was running for president, like Man, way back. I remember there. back in 2014, I watched like a group stage game, and it was between. Mexico and uh, I think Peru. Okay. And it they played to a zero zero tie, <laughs> and it was a, a blast a to game. watch. It was absolutely blast. I mean, they or nil ESPN nil as these, they call it in soccer. Yeah, <laughs> ESPN had these uh, these Spanish announcers on there. They were having a blast with it. I remember Ochoa, the goalie, oh, was I just making these incredible saves. Yeah. Like, and that's just the World Cup atmosphere. Yeah. It was like one of the best soccer games I've ever seen. And it was yeah. a zero zero tie. So what are your other two, Ryan? Uh so second, I'm gonna go Olympics, I think. Okay. Uh I'm actually pick. pretty jealous. Uh Mango, he's going to uh Tokyo. Supposedly. Ho- <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that happens. Uh, hopefully the world opens And up. then I gotta <laughs> I gotta end it with the Masters. I mean it it's just it's just a special place, man. I mean it just is. And you've been there, so you, you can say it with authority. Everything about it. Yeah. yeah. So I can yeah, I can say that, you know, wholeheartedly. All right, Tyler, take us home here. What do you uh what are your top three there? <clears throat> yeah, so I, I would say number one, without a doubt, is the Masters. I've been there twice, oh, once in right. twenty six once in twenty sixteen. We have a good story uh, about that. Was, that. That was a practice round. No, but I don't think that was I, – I think it was 2018. That you actually – I was with you guys. It was the Sunday round. At right? Nemecolon. Yeah. It was Sunday yeah. round. It was the Sunday round. Shout out, Nemecolon. every car. single one of you contributed. Yeah. Yep, Alec, you probably contributed the most by giving me your car. That was <laughs> incredible. Um, left, you know, what, at like 3 in the morning, got an hour of sleep took your car, just ripped that thing through the mountains, just had a blast, got to the Pittsburgh airport, flight to what, where, where, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta I think. Probably yeah. Then Atlanta. I jumped in a truck and just drove and then met old crit. Oh, Rick crit. Is that who got you? Who, in? Yeah. He had my pass yeah, and, uh, really and, and you know, you're not allowed as everybody knows, you're not allowed cell phones yeah. uh, there. So, he was calling me with the landlines yeah. and he was just, you know, keeping me updated every now and again, <laughs> giving me calls and we timed it perfectly. True I mean, as right I parked and as I was, uh, seriously, no, yeah. it's incredible. As I was walking up to the gate, he was walking towards me with Boom. a Berkman's pass in his hand. <laughs> Sunday Berkman's pass. Wow. I mean, the Berkman's pass I, too. I don't remember that. Now, I, I, I didn't. Oh yeah. You don't remember that? No. So you got the full, pass. 
You got the full experience. Oh, oh, Alec, I got the full experience. I got wow. to shake uh, Lynn Swan's hand. I got to shake Condoleezza's right hand. I, I got oh, to. I'm more I, I got than to I thought now. Hang out with the caddies. <laughs> I got to putt on the greens. On the greens. They have replicas yeah, have of the, certain greens, right, and they right. tell you how to read them. You yeah. know, you want to hit it this oh, hard or this direction. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was just incredible. Everything about the whole experience is incredible. It's all free. We'll have to get you a, go in. We'll have to recant that. Well, a little we, bit we can more do an entire. Later. We can do yeah, an entire. Like a whole segment right there get to your other two sporting events before we all like so i would say number here. number two number two without a doubt would be the super bowl come on get out of here if you were to compare sporting events to like stores of value i would say the super bowl is like the gold standard right super bowl is gold right it's been around forever it's always been valuable it will always and forever be valuable nothing <laughs> could ever beat the super bowl everybody's going to get to get screw fauci and his freak yeah and i hate to take are a political they gonna let, turn are they going to let fans the in are they going to let fans in to but the super bowl? no he's oh this this yeah. is not the time to 25. get together on a super bowl party hey fauci yeah, go suck a dick okay <laughs> I'm, offer, now uh, i'm finally going to just go out and say it Go suck a thousand tell me, dicks. Tell me how that's you really that's feel. the most ridiculous thing. I, like uh, back in March a year ago, it was, oh, we're just flattening the curve. And now it's a year later and now still nobody can go do anything. Super Bowl is the gold standard. Number two for uh, sure. And if I had to give number – go ahead, Mango, before I give number three. Uh, Alec, real quick to answer your question. They're yeah. letting 25,000 in. Thank, thank you for answering my question, Anthony. That's a lot. Yeah, they're letting some people in. That's a lot. I mean that's – the most probably they'll have their they'll they'll have their masks on don't worry oh, yeah they get like a safe. free ppe kit uh, yeah, do, they, do they have it's to like test, hand sanitizer and a mask do they have to test negative before they go do in? they give do they give everybody lotion too so oh man i wonder because that they had to do that for, the, for the buffalo game i heard that's what they had to do they all had to be you know show a negative test to get into the game so um all right but go ahead, tyler, what's your last three? one tyler Number three is World Drivers Championship Formula One. Come on, let's go, baby. <laughs> like, this, 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 this is like one. This is one event none of us have been to, right? We know people who have been to to, do, do to we, these events. Do we know? So, so wait, ex- explain this to me though, because I've I've just recently gotten to Formula One, and uh, I thought that the is there a is there a championship race? One, because one. I thought it was like a season long thing, kind of like NASCAR. But is there like a one race? To rule them all, kind Juan, of thing. Juan got you hooked. Juan, Juan's got you hooked on Formula One. Have you really? Man, gotten you into... know who loves is Steven Bowser. Bowser uh, loves Formula uh, One. I thought it was Blouser. Juan talking it... about it. That's mm-hmm. the one trip. Yeah, Juan no, no, Juan, oh, okay, no, okay. Juan's into it big time too. And we have to get to. We have to get to a Formula One race. It's okay. on the bucket yeah. list. It's very high. I'd like to do it. I guess. Um, but no, actually, I don't know the answer three. to that question. I don't know if there's one race to rule them all. I don't think there is. I think it's based on on wins and points throughout the season. Um, but I, I got to dig back into Netflix and start watching the, uh, uh, th- that the series yeah, that they series. have on there again, the formula one series, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to say Stanley cup. I'm not going to, I feel like we've mentioned everything else. You got to throw formula one in there. Yeah. The Stanley cup to. would be interesting. I mean, that would be a lot of fun. To uh, yeah. Go. I'm surprised. Yeah. No yeah but we've lived that, through that. Honestly. We've lived through that, Alec. We've yeah. lived through it. I I've mean, never actually been, yeah. but I wasn't at the Stanley cup finals. I was at one of the conference games, which was a, which was a crazy. Yeah. I've time, been to playoff games. I've been to big games. I feel yeah. like you can't get much bigger than what I've experienced in Pittsburgh. 
You really can't. Were you, I just were you can't at the see that wild card game with the Pirates because <laughs> apparently that was a crazy event. So. Nah, <laughs> you know. Pirates. Yeah. Who are the Pirates? I, I was at a playoff game versus the uh, Flyers the year they um, won the uh, Stanley Cup. Been really that was good. a great game. That'd have been fun. There was like twelve fights. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think that was a pretty good show. We got into a lot, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great show. Yeah, we we unpacked it. All. I just like the opportunity to 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 kick back and and chit chat with you boys. Although I I would prefer we do this in person. This wow. is kind of oh, tough yeah, to just be sitting on my couch. Yeah. It, we we got to find a way, Alec. My back Alec, hurts. don't worry. We got to find a way, Alec. <laughs> Even Robin's over here laughing. <laughs> she can't even help herself. No, seriously. We got to find a way. Let's get together. Okay. Yeah. We will. We'll get together soon. soon. So, if only if only Mango did winter <laughs> sports, it'd be a lot easier. But it really would be a lot <laughs> easier, Mango. Considering it's February fourth, you know, Mango's like, let's fly to South America. Come on, let's guys. Florida, guys. Come on, you know? Florida's always warm. Hey, but seriously, just one last point to go back to the discussion we had. I think it was two days ago. It was a very quick conversation on the group chat about. You know, do we go to a U.S. coast or do we go to the Caribbean somewhere? Guys, I'm telling you. All inclusive. N- I'm telling you guys, <laughs> nothing could be. You can't find a coast in the U.S. that competes with, you know, some of the direct flights that'll take you to the Dominican, Jamaica. You can go to Punta Cana, wherever you, it doesn't matter. Jamaica, um, on. The beaches are just incredible. The people are incredible. The prices are incredible. That's where we got to focus on. Okay. Well, so we'll, let's make it happen. We'll talk about travel destinations. You know, because I'm not trying to go to Miami, you know, and deal with some guy who's got an art degree who's trying to get his, uh, <laughs> you know, his 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 college tuition paid off by the government. What a Nothing's Way fair. You know, there, nothing's Tyler. fair in life. Just bringing the politics and, you know, right back into it. You know. Well, you know, seriously. Well, versus a guy, you could tip him three dollars, and that's his month's <laughs> salary, and he's going to give you the best service ever, and you're going to tip him ten, and you're going to make his day. You're going to make his month. You're going to yeah. make his year. Mango, I'm with you. you know? with the other like, direction. Come on. <laughs> well, oh, no, guys, I'm in, for, I'm in for either one. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. Right, that boys. sounds good to me. I enjoyed the Mexico trip. Just so you know, me and Elise are rescheduling our uh, Mexico trip for September. If anyone's interested, 